0: Hey, I'm Natalie Abbott.
1: And I'm Vera Schmitz. We are sisters who host the Dwell Differently podcast. We help you memorize and meditate on one Bible verse every month. And all month long on our podcast, we talk about what that verse means, why it matters, and how we can apply that verse to our daily lives. Welcome back to the Dwell podcast. It's Natalie and Vera, and we are here to talk about this month's verse for August. Vera, you want to drop it for
0: us? I'm going to drop it like it's hot. And mm-hmm. also 2004. <laughs> Our verse <laughs> comes from for John 8:32, and it says, Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free.
1: Guys, it is such a phenomenal message. It is a beautiful message. It is a timeless message I feel like and it's it's kind of one of those verses too that I feel like people can really resonate with
0: totally i mean i feel like it's probably one of the most culturally known verses you know like people just know it from movies and from literature this phrase they like most people would think it's just a phrase but I think a lot of people wouldn't even know that it it's actually Jesus speaking
1: it is actually Jesus speaking (laughs) which is great um so Vera I hear that and first off why don't we just why don't we for anybody that's just tuning in and didn't listen to the teaching episode didn't listen to the episode with Blair Lynn um last week what what does that mean then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free what, what what are you being set free from? What exactly is that truth? Sure. Um, well,
0: first of all, I think the, I don't think and I, I know because he says it, but the truth is Jesus. Jesus says about himself, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And so it is Jesus, the truth, who sets us free. And when he sets us free from is our sin, um, all the stuff that we've got all the baggage all the bad stuff all the shame all the fear all the things that we have come up short in. he comes with his perfect self um his perfect life and he because he lived the perfect life and he sacrificed himself for us he sets us free from all the stuff all the stuff
1: amen Yeah, um, later in the passage, Jesus says that um, you are slaves to sin, that everyone who sins is a slave to sin, and it's this really stark imagery, right, Mm -hmm. that he's using here to help us understand that we are not free, that we Mm -hmm. are actually not believing what is true, even that we are deceived and that we are enslaved. And so even though this sounds at first glance like a really beautiful you know, saying, wow, then I'll know the truth and the truth will set me free. Well, the converse of that, the opposite is like, actually you need to be set free because you're enslaved Mm -hmm. and you need to know the truth because the things that you are believing that will save you or make your life better or whatever are lies. Um, So it is this, It's, it's the, the pretty side of the coin, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but if you read it in its context, it's very disruptive to the people that Jesus tells us to. They don't, they don't want to believe what he's saying because it isn't pretty. It isn't kind. It isn't nice. It isn't, you know, you, you are the best and you can do whatever you want and all these things. It's like, oh no, this is, this is a, this is a hard message to hear.
0: Totally. I mean, it makes me think, you know, I think a lot of times, too, when I read something like this, my my direct thought is the one-time freeing, that Jesus freed me mm. mm-hmm. that one time when I was eight years old. Um, and that's true. But the reality is, is if you've lived at all, <laughs> you keep messing up. And, you you know, I always think about Paul who's like, I do the things I w- I don't want to do. I do the things I don't <laughs> want to do, and yes. I feel that daily. You know, I do the yeah. thing even when I get up and I get my mind right, and I'm like, "Man, I'm gonna be patient today." And then, literally, <laughs> 12 minutes later, you know, I'm impatient. Right. Um, and so, I think that I love this truth, even though it is hard. It is. A, it's a. It's a message. It's a uh, promise that is for the one time choice to follow Jesus and for my day in day out of he's going to continue to set me free from my sin
1: yes amen amen yeah in its context it, it is it is that that challenge of that first that first time but I think it It spans beyond that. It transcends that because we know from other scripture verses that 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 is God's desire for us is to walk in freedom, to walk in the light, to experience um, the goodness of who he is and to be able to live in in obedience um, from our sin, obedience, I should say obedience to God and freedom from our sin every single day, like all day long. Um, But this concept of truth here, what was really striking to me is how many times the book of John uses that word truth and truly and true. And 19 times in chapter eight alone, we see him using the word true, truth, or truly. So that's a lot of truth there. And he's in the beginning he's saying, the things that I'm telling you are true, my testimony is true, the one who sent me is true. And then he says to to those who have started to maybe even believe in him, that if you will abide in my word, if you will abide in the things that I say, if you'll live in those things, if you will understand them, walk in them, whatever, then you will truly be my disciple. So again, he's using that word true. Like you want to be a true disciple? This is how you do it. You know my words. And then he says, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free, which is our verse. So I think it's really important to recognize that truth here is so important it is the essence of how we are to live like if we are really going to be followers of Christ if we are really going to truly be his disciples like he challenges us in the verse before then we have to know his word and and when we do that when we know the truth then we are set free so there's a there's sort of a if then going on here if you know these things then you will know the truth and then the truth will set you free. So
0: Yeah, I love the the imagery. Like if I close my eyes and I hear and I imagine Jesus saying to abide in his word, it's this you know, this um clothing of myself in his word. And mm-hmm. when um when I imagine what does that look like, it's taking every lie captive, every lie and deceitful thing that I let sneak into my thoughts I'm, I'm taking those, and I'm submitting them to the word that I'm abiding in. and to me that is that is the being set free. So whether it's the lie that um, I am the sum of my accomplishments, like i I take that and i I put it against what is true in scripture, and I make a choice that. No, I'm not going to let this lie twist me up and make me captive to it. I am going to believe something different from mm-hmm. the word about who I am. I'm going to make that choice to abide in the truth, to abide in the word, to be set yeah. free from the lie.
1: Yeah, I think that's super important. And, and it, I think when we have that kind of practice, like you said, like, yes, this is a like one-time big ginormous Thing It's, you know, we we want to be set free, once and for all set free. And when Jesus does that, yes, we are free. But how do we daily walk in that freedom? And it is. It's abiding in the word of Christ. It is knowing his truth. And it's combating the lies with the truth. And it's interesting because when, like, in Ephesians 6, it talks about the armor of God. Well, the only thing that we have that is uh, offensive is the word of God.
0: Mm-hmm. The sword I of the spirit. That. Never thought and about so,
1: it. And <laughs> so <laughs> everything else is defensive, right? It's all of these other things that are holding together this armor that's protecting us. But how do we fight against the lies? It's with the word of God. Mm-hmm. That That is so significant. Um, and I think, I think when we think about this verse and as we meditate on it, one of the practices that would be really helpful for us is to think about what are the lies that I'm believing, um, and how can we combat those lies with the truth. Uh, but th- but the thing that I think this verse does that I kind of alluded to earlier is it's a it's a meddlesome verse. It, it's aggressive. It kind of pokes at you. If you look at the flip side of it, and I think that I think that's a question for us: is how good are we at recognizing our sin? How good are we at? Um, Being people who are malleable, vulnerable, humble enough to see where we are Deceived essentially, where we are believing a lie, uh, where we're living and walking in a lie, like uh, my success will make me happy, or like this sexual experience will make me happy. That's outside of of God's design for sexuality, or where whatever it is, this this thing that's going to numb me is going to is going to be my savior. Like what? How do we become better at allowing the Holy Spirit? to reveal our sin to us?
0: I mean, what I'd like to believe is that I can just quietly by myself, read my Bible, and the Holy Spirit (laughs) convict me. Right. And I'm going to hear that thing, and then I'm going to be transformed by the Word. I think that Mm -hmm. happens. However, I think it's more likely that I'm going to come in conflict with another human being who's mm. like a mirror to myself, who can see me because they interact with me, whether it's my spouse or it's a, a close friend, and to be receptive to their seeing of me. Uh, I mean, like when, when you argue with somebody, most of the time it's like immediate defenses go up. Um, yes. And so I think it's, it's, you said it exactly right. It's the humility to say possibly this person is correct about me right now possibly hmm. i need to redirect my course um and i think that the the holy spirit is is there and present in those conversations um but that's really hard because you're hearing it from an in an, another imperfect person yes
1: <laughs> right and most likely they they didn't say it to you in the best way that they could have Right. most well, likely they might have yelled at you or you might have perfectly good reasons to be offended and defensive and yet you know it's one of the things that I tell my kids when they get in trouble I I will talk to one kid about what they did and ask them what did you do and if they immediately are like well they did da, da, da. I'm like no no I'm gonna talk to them in a minute but what did you do wrong and mm-hmm. they're always like oh, like, oh, I got to confess what I did wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. It's not, this, is a, this isn't me helping you tell me why your sibling is wrong. This is me helping you see why you, what, what course of action you need to change, what part of your heart is calloused and hard or aggressive and angry or whatever it is. Um, that's the thing is that even when we're confronted by an imperfect person, which is always gonna be the case, unless we're being confronted with scripture, like you were saying, we're being confronted by an imperfect person who has at some point in time for sure wronged us, even if they aren't wronging us right now, how quick are we to be like, yeah, but I remember last time when you did, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, like, if it's not right now, at least we can drag up something from the past to like defend ourselves with. Why are we like this?
0: (laughs) I don't know, and it doesn't get, I mean, I'm trying to feel like, does it get easier? Does it get easier (laughs) for me? And Uh, I would say, I mean, maybe. But I actually have found, unfortunately, like as I get older, I feel more right. It's like we become more extreme versions of ourselves is what I always joke about. It's like. It's it's true. It's like as the decade goes on, you're like, man, I'm just like I was when I was, you know, 24, except for I'm even more intense about X, Y, or Z. Um, even if it's good stuff, um, right? But it's like, oh man, like I want to be tender to um, hearing things like that. And I think for me, like the the thing that helps me the most, like I'm thinking specifically with my my husband, is just don't respond right away. Hmm. Like, can you j- just keep your mouth shut? Even as much as I just want to be like, well, da 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 da, it's like, nope, just. <laughs> just stand there and and pause for a minute and and typically Mm -hmm. even if i give myself that extra 10 seconds um to receive it and to internally like check it against like okay could this be true about me um Mm -hmm. that that typically bodes a lot better than my immediate uh, knee-jerk reaction
1: amen i feel like too like for me in those kinds of situations it's always helpful for me to like have even more space than that so I I think I've become more comfortable with with I used to be like I would get in an argument with somebody and it was like we have to resolve this we have to resolve it right now if it means that I have to grovel and you know like I just want everybody to be at peace but I've gotten more comfortable with sitting in that conflict a little bit and allowing it to work on me and being able to to kind of walk away. I remember Jason and I had this we still kind of have this rule where we don't go to bed angry. Um, but there are times when we when we go to bed and we're still not in agreement fully, you know, and I've learned to be able to to say, that might be a good space. Um, or if I'm in a, in a conflict with a friend, it, it sometimes is good to not to give it way too much space because then it can create like a wedge between you, but to give it some space to be able to really consider what they've said about me and to be contrite, to be humble, to like have time to consider things from their perspective and then to come back to them and be like, "Yeah, these were the ways that I wronged you. Um, these were the areas that I need to." That, I mean, and typically, like like you said, you kind of become a, a more of yourself as you grow older. It's always the same stuff. I, it's very rarely that I'm coming up with some new creative sin in my life. It's usually the same stuff. It's just you know the 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 snake keeps coming back and rearing mm-hmm. its head. It's a um, one
0: thing are one of our dwell team members april taught me Mm -hmm. years ago um, which i think this is a really cool thing is um to when you walk away from a conversation to ask the holy spirit to come in and whatever is true about what the person said that that would stay with you and that that would be revealed to you and whatever is not true that that would fall away um, and I think that that's beautiful because it's not you for like getting more defensive about what was said or you you know on your own kind of working through it. It's like you have a helper and a friend to come in and to to help you work through what what was just said or suggested or um anything like that so i I love that because. I do need a helper to to wade through that because I, I'm very biased toward my own opinion.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's a good word. Yeah. I think, I think anytime we're in that sort of situation, you're right. Cause there are people who are going to confront us and, and they're not, they're not in it for our good, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they're in it to, to rip us down or to hurt us or whatever. But, it, but I'm talking about in those relationships that are safe relationships that are healthy relationships with, with people who are close and dear to us, that those are the kind of people that God has put in our life to help us see the truth about ourselves.
0: Here is the thing, too, about this verse is um, it's it's always right there with grace because we're going to mm. keep screwing it up. Like I said, like every day yep. I'm going to pray for patience and I'm going to turn around and I'm going to be impatient. Um, mm. And I will continue to to be forgiven for that. Grace is always extended to me. Um, And Mm. I tend to, my personality tends to, to stay in the failure and the shortcomings. And it's like, as soon as I recognize where I've come up short, it's already like I'm already covered and it is as white as snow. Um, And so I just, I love this truth because it's, I love the idea and the, the promise of being set free and it is continually available.
1: It never runs out. Well, V, I think we are out of time today, but I'm excited for us uh, as we continue to learn this verse and continue to meditate on it. I just feel like it really is such a, a beautiful life verse even, like to really hang on to and to encourage our souls like you said, to to be set free like that, it's always on offer. It's always right there. Um, And for those of you who are listening at home, I want you to hear this because I think it's really important. There is nothing you could ever do. There is no dark place. There is no place that is too far away for the grace of Jesus. He is always waiting for you, always ready for you to turn to him and always willing to set you free from those things that are entangling you, that are enslaving you, those, those lies that you've believed. He is always right there ready for you. So this isn't just for somebody else. This is for you. This is for you today with whatever it is you're struggling with. And I let it be encouragement to you. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Thanks for listening, friends. I have a little public service announcement for you. If you have never been to our website, dwelldifferently.com, you should go over there because we have all kinds of devotional resources there for you. We would just love for you to visit over there. We have year upon year upon year of verses that we have been memorizing. Every month we memorize one new verse. Every month we post at least four devotionals on that verse. So if you're thinking, I'd like to memorize a couple more verses or another verse every month, then that's a great way to do it. So go on over to dwelldifferently.com and check out all of our old resource content. Just go to the devotional page and you can find all kinds of stuff there. It's free and we just would love to help you connect with God in that way.